if you or a loved one are suffering from extreme withdrawal, increased irritability, or explosive diarrhea due to the lack of survivor content in your life. Welcome to the fucking show. What's going on, everybody, the Reality Gurus? We are back for the double boot, two of us, to cover two boots here. As always, I am Louis Colangelo, also joined, as always, by David Mack. Dave, we, we basically just talked offline for 20 minutes, so oh. <laughs> we have nothing really to intro about. Um, I have, I have, I was, uh, you interrupted my showing of uh, School of Rock, actually. <laughs> oh, did I? The Mike White special. <laughs> did, Mike White looks... If if you show me Mike White and Tony Hawk next to each other, I could not tell you which is which. <laughs> That's funny because Tony Hawk is like the famous. He's becoming infamous as the famous guy that people on the street don't recognize, or people go up to him and they're like, "Hey, man, you look like Tony Hawk." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd say, "Hey, uh, you look like Mike White." Yeah, that's what I would tell him too. Yeah, not the Jets so, quarterback. Right. I'd say if you were 20 – actually, I don't know how much older he is than Tony Hawk. I feel like Tony Hawk is much older. I picture Tony Hawk as, like, 25-year-old Tony Hawk. Right. He's right. much older than that now. So Mike White actually isn't, like, way older than him, I don't think. No, I think they're pretty close in age, actually. I don't know how old yeah. he is. Yeah. He's, like, in his 50s or something. Yeah. It's just I picture I picture Mike White now yeah. because of Survivor and Tony Hawk when – Tony Hawk Pro Skater was out in like 2006. Uh-huh. Uh, R.I.P. Ryan Sheckler. I don't Big think he's time. dead. He just no one knows what the fuck. He's <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, all right. All right. All right. Back on track here. Survivor. We had a double boot this week. Um, let's talk about second tribal council first. We had Evie goes home three to two. Um, this is a big decision from Deshaun. I'm going to be honest. I think he fucked up. Me too. Big time. Yeah. So uh, my thought process basically is you walk in, you see Nasir on the jury. That's someone who is 100% loyal to you. Your alliance knows he's super loyal to you. And you have to know that there's no shot Shane didn't just vote him out, right? Like there's nothing that could happen that could possibly send him home that doesn't involve Shane and Ricard voting him out. Right. Yeah. So I think personally, the immediate reaction to be retaliate Voliana. And the thing is, too, the, he spends the whole episode basically like complaining that he wants a new alliance and that his old alliance doesn't tr- like value him basically and he's not happy with his old alliance. And then he's like, oh, actually, I'm just going to do what they say anyway. Right. And the thing is, I get turning on your lines can be a scary thing and sometimes it's like it just shakes up the game and makes almost everybody a free agent or everybody's in like duos and stuff mm-hmm. but this one so if he votes Leon off I think you basically solidify a three with Evie and Xander at that point yep. and we've seen like two or three scenes now where he is off on his own with Erica and Heather which means they would probably be with him, especially considering the fact that Shan doesn't like either of them and like wants them both out. I can't believe right. Shan like called Heather a threat. Kind of I, a joke. I know. Um, but at this point now, Shan, Liana, Danny, and Ricard, that's half the cast that's left. Exactly. Yeah, They if he flips here, they have the numbers. I don't understand. Right, and now they don't. And the I think the biggest 
issue could potentially be Danny for him, where I think he thinks him and Danny are a two. Mm-hmm. And Danny thinks of himself like he plays pretty straightforward. He thinks of himself as part of this bigger alliance and he doesn't right. want to turn on that. Right. And so he might like he gave Deshaun a hard ass side eye when Deshaun was trying to get him to say possibly Liana. Because he was like, Who are we doing? And it's like Xander has immunity. And so he's like, We talking about Evie. He's like, Oh, so like for sure. And it's like, besides them, the only other person to choose is Liana. And he's like trying to bait him into saying Liana. And he's yeah. like, no, Evie. He's like, who else even is that? Like, right. Yeah. He's so loyal. Yeah. He's, he's so loyal. He's not like, I don't want to say he's not savvy enough to like do that. I just don't think that's the game he wants to play. Right. And at this point, I think like it would have been a good way to just easily take power away from shan where she can't do anything about it now i'm scared that he could even put like successfully turn on shan and he could still get voted out because she plays the idol yeah yeah i i agree completely right and i think the only thing that could possibly work is xander has the extra vote and if he could get together xander heather and erica and the four of them could pull off a five four Maybe. I don't know, though. Xander seems content to ha- hold on to his shit until it's, like, his time to do yeah, something. You know? I don't know if he's using it for someone else's plan. That's the thing. Like, it's all, like, like speculating. Like, if we're, if next week it's between, like, say it's between Shan and Deshaun. You know, they Deshaun fully turns. And, like, there's no reason. We've seen Xander not play his, his you know, extracurricular things for uh, for people he's way closer with than Deshaun. So, like, in my mind, even if they do need an extra vote, like, he, I don't think he's going to play it unless it benefits him directly, like, if his ass is on the hot seat, you know? Right. I think it's kind of the same thing with Deshaun, where I was saying people don't like to turn because of the uncertainty of what could happen next. Yeah. I think it's sort of like Xander why he doesn't want to use the idol for Evie ever. Like, when it was that first travel council, the Sydney one, mm-hmm. like, saving Evie, what does that do really? Like, it just, it honestly helps solidify the majority because they just got screwed collectively and they, like, now you are viewed as a bigger threat. Like, I thought that was good of him to save it. Mm-hmm. I think it definitely has to be it has to be a move that would completely change his position in the game. Like it can't just be something that's like, this helps me. It yeah. has to be something that's like, this puts me in the driver's seat. Exactly. And, and honestly, I mean... getting rid of Shan could do that because I think at that point, like we haven't seen enough with him and Deshaun for me to believe that the two of them would like become a pair. Yeah. But Deshaun is the perfect person for Xander to f- help and then have Deshaun, Deshaun be the one out in front. And then Xander is kind of his number two. And that's a great guy to cut at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, like, yeah, we haven't seen much from Deshaun and Xander. And taking taking Shan out completely, like, annihilates the majority. And I don't think – I think him not saving, saving Evie here – is is the right move honestly i mean it sucks because they lose a number but 
him wasting his idol doesn't change much if she's there versus if she's not there. You know what I mean? Well, and I think he actually has plausible deniability this time because it's not like his plan not working and it's like Evie goes home because his plan doesn't work. Like Deshaun is her guy. Deshaun was supposed to be their third. I think they both probably thought Deshaun was going to vote with them. There's going to be yeah, three to yeah. There's no reason to waste the idol. And uh, yeah, I don't, I was going to ask you though, how you felt about sort of what I said last week, because Evie, I caught in some of her exit press. She described Xander as Lucy with the football with Charlie Brown and uh, kind of dangling in, in front of her face that she could potentially be saved by his stuff. And then eventually the time comes for her to be saved. Time comes for him to kick the ball and it gets pulled away. He doesn't use it. And I was wondering, do you think there's validity to what I said about her potentially being bitter? Or I think what's even more likely is actually her not being bitter, but Tiffany being secondhand bitter about it. Because she doesn't really like Xander. I think, honestly, if if Xander makes it to the end, I think he has Evie and Tiffany's votes. I don't... I think, think? I do, yeah. I, I don't think he has Tiffany at all, I'll be honest. You don't think so? Who is no, it? because they were kind of like rocky the whole time. Who would she and, vote for? Like he was, they were still close. They still were like on the beach together, you know. Like I don't know who she would vote for over him if not him, you know. That's the thing, though, is that when you're when you spend so much time in the game with some with everybody, you know, I think part of it is, and I think this is a fair opinion to have. Like part of her discounts Xander because I think she thinks she's a better player than him, and she's like there's no possible way that he should be able to make it here. So, like, it must have just been luck. Yeah, and the thing is, like, she didn't like him when they were going after each other, you know? Did And was she actively trying to get him out, like, post-merge? Like, Not really. That was really- kind of a thing that I thought he got a, a bit unfairly ridiculed for was the fact that all three of them were trying to throw each other under the bus to get to the point where they could be the sole survivor of their group and hopefully get ignored sort of what's happening to him right now. Mm-hmm. And he kind of did it better. Yeah. And that's, she ended up getting, that's kind of what I mean. It's like, we're all going to like try to cut each other's throats until we get to the merge. And then like, why wouldn't we work together at that point? You know, cause we're in the minority. So we might as well, like they don't have to like each other to work together after the merge. And what Tiffany going home didn't have anything to do with Xander. So yeah, I just think overall she like doesn't have the highest opinion of him. If I'm being no, honest, no, I agree, but I I can't pick out. I really can't pick out anyone. That's the thing, though, is for. there's usually like half the jury votes seem up in the air at the finale. I think she's just somebody that's going to be up in the air. Like I don't think she necessarily definitely won't vote for him, but I just think I would lean towards. I think Evie could vote for Xander, definitely. Mm-hmm. But I would lean towards her. It depends on, on who he's with. It's one of those where you know that she got along with everybody. Yeah. So there's probably behind-the-scenes relationships that she might have. Like, if he sits next to Danny, Danny's a really likable guy, and so is Tiffany. We don't know if they hit it off or if they didn't like it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I could, I could definitely see 
her voting for somebody like Deshaun or Shan over over him, honestly. Yeah, and I mean the time he the time he didn't play the idol for Evie, he was right. So Right. <laughs> it's yeah. hard it's hard to fault him for that. I think it's what I was saying though, where she goes home without his idol being played. Like it's still in his pocket, which means he could have played it. And I think the fact that when she goes out, he could have saved her and didn't, even if it wasn't the plan. Yeah. The fact that that idol is still in the game and she's not, I think it makes her retrospectively think he was never going to play that for me. It's, it's because she's obviously in the same amount of danger. Yeah. It's so hard for me though, to like put myself in, in that, in that mindset. Cause that's not how, what I would think, you know, like, yeah, I would not blame someone for not no, saving you with an idol. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's not my idol. And, like, I don't blame you at all for wanting to survive another week or, like, not wanting to give up a week of safety, you know? Like, for me, and, like, what am I going to do? In the end, I'm just going to cut you anyway. Like, you know all of your alliances come to an end in the end anyway. So, I mean. The only like, way I'd get mad about it is if it seemed like it would have obviously been the correct decision or if like i mean if you promised to like play it for me and then like didn't but also didn't like i would be mad if you promised to play it for me and didn't but also didn't vote against me like if you weren't blindsiding me and i just went home but you promised to play it for me and didn't i'd be kind of pissed you know yeah like at least flip on me god (laughs) (laughs) what am i to you yeah right you can you can send me home without voting for me exactly (laughs) yeah um yeah i think xander he's gonna be so interesting if he continues to move into the end game because that is an edge knock against him is that we're not seeing tons of relationships and personal stuff about him it's just like he seems to be all gamer and sometimes that gets rewarded and sometimes it does not yeah and we we've talked about this cast a little bit as being like second rate kind of <laughs> and it's weird like... i think they're they definitely have their there's a lot of people who i think are mid-tier players that like have their moments but i don't think there's any i think there's two or three exceptional maybe not even i think ricard is an exceptional player and you'd have to convince me of basically everyone else yeah and i think honestly if you have a lack of exceptional players or a lack of even great players, like on the jury, like this, this cast gives me, we're going to vote for who we were socially close with vibes, not who played the best game vibes. Right. Which I, I mean, there's no criteria for who jury has to vote for, so you can't right. get on it much, but. No, yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're making all these great social relationships, like you still, probably deserve to win you know like they still vote for you and they want you to win so you deserve to win but it's not how i would vote and i would say that by and large like great players vote for people who played the game great not who they were you know closest with i think it's an interesting thing that people are talking about with shans edit where people are calling it uh you know her there's, she's overexposed at this point. She has so many confessionals that it would even be a lot for a winner, like if she continued the rate that she was going. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people are saying it could potentially be 
instead of the how Shan won edit, it's the why she lost edit, and that she could potentially be a losing finalist. And, uh, you know, showing all of her flaws is sort of their justification for why someone else, an Erica or a Xander type person, could win. And it sort of goes back to the thing with like Michelle Fitzgerald and Aubrey, where they get to the end and you're like, okay, well, that's a wrap. Aubrey's winning this season, huh? And then it's like Michelle just like crushes her. And everybody's kind of like, what like Aubrey was awesome, and then the super fans do digging afterwards, and they're like, Aubrey burned this bridge here, this one here. Michelle had these great social relationships, and it kind of makes more sense when you piece it together, mm-hmm. but it's not as cohesive when you watch it. I think they're trying to potentially make it more cohesive. That being said, I think if Shan makes it to the end, she fucking wins easily. So, yeah, to me, she she's not really getting the winner edit to me at all. I think she's like just more of the narrator edit, you know who like like christian hubicki you know like was yeah like he like he he narrates the show and like not potentially like all his confessionals have to do with him per se but like he just gives good content in the confessionals so they use it to tell the story and i think that's kind of what's happening with her but in a little of more of like a villainous way than christian hubicki was where he was like the light and shan's more like the dark you know yeah, I agree. Like, I kind of said she was, like, on that spectrum a bit of, like, it is it is that that um, edit, but it's there's there's a good and evil spectrum to it. Um, I think it's just she's the player that the story of the season can't be told without her. Right. And whether or not she wins or not, like, that player doesn't always win. Like, Millennials versus Gen X, that story could not be told without David Wright. Becomes a fourth. And but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't tell the story through his eyes because he made so much happen. Right. So it does make sense to do that. It's just like at the end, you're like, Oh, he probably would have been a better winner than Adam, but Adam makes sense. Yeah. And that's kind of what you're left with. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Let's talk about the, the second tribal council. Um, Cause I think the last one was more straightforward that it's just like, I thought Deshaun made a mistake. He yeah. did as well. Um, here, this was there was layers to this, lots of layers. So Nasir goes home three to three. I have a TikTok in the drafts, so perfect for this Nasir boot. Um, so it's three three. He goes home three to zero on the revote. Um, it actually might have been four to zero because. He, Jeff revealed three votes. Mm-hmm. If it was three, two would have been enough. Because I didn't know the rules on the extra vote. If the extra vote got two votes on the revote or just one. I think it's just I think, one. I think it's two, actually, because he read three, which means if it was out of four votes, then it would take three. Yeah, so you get two votes each time, you're saying? Yeah. Interesting. I never thought it worked like that. I thought it was kind of... I think it's just like an additional person exists yeah well i guess it makes sense because like an idol carries over to the next vote so why wouldn't an extra vote so i never really thought about it yeah um it doesn't really matter though who would have thought thought when i drafted nasir that it would have taken an extra vote and a revote to get him out i know crazy (laughs) he he wasn't like a uh, like a uh a nine one go home (laughs) 
<laughs> See you later. Uh, yeah, so before we get into the extra vote, there was a decision made by Shannon Ricard here mm-hmm. of, okay, is it Nasir or Heather? Who there? Um, and they end up going with Nasir. And I'm curious as to your take. Did you think this was the right or wrong move? See, this is where it gets interesting because Heather and Nasir, neither one of them going to win the game, right? So you're getting to the point where... Yeah, I finally agreed with Shan. Erica was the one to send home here. I thought she won immunity. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, You're getting to the point in the game where you're starting to think, when do I cut people in my own alliance, right? Because... Mm -hmm. If you get too close to the end and you don't have the numbers on the other side, uh, your your own alliance can, if, if anyone gets wind of it, they can just be like, oh, no, we're going to vote you out because you turned, you know? So, like, right. do you want to start picking off people that you're aligned with here or do you want to send the easy vote Heather home or do you want to just kind of drag Heather along like you've been doing and that's someone who you can always agree on anyway within your own alliance because she's not part of your alliance one and two, she sucks anyway. Yeah. What I think is, uh, I honestly, I think it's the right call between Heather and Nasir to send Nasir home. I think this is a decent time to start at least cut cutting one person because, I mean, in your mind, Deshaun's still with you. Like, that's not in doubt, right? So... Mm-hmm cutting the seer doesn't affect the numbers at all but it's still thinning the herd a little bit enough that you can still keep control you don't have too many people you have to keep track of yeah i was thinking something along the same lines where i would also say yes um first off nasir has an idol and he was not going to play it tonight which was another reason why i thought it was a good you know time to get rid of him um but more so i think the fact he's super close with deshaun and Deshaun, although he's not against you, he's sort of in like open rebellion against like yeah. he hasn't he hasn't turned on the family, but he's like very clearly a guy that you need to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is now I don't know if they thought it out um, with this thought process, but I think it's perfect because it's a little too early to turn on an alliance member like Deshaun. Yeah. But someone like Nasir, who is super loyal to Deshaun, but he also kind of seems like a throwaway vote. I think that's solid gameplay to weaken Deshaun at this point, if you're Shan, where you're not turning on your allies, but you're weakening them mm-hmm. so that you can turn on them later. Yeah. Whereas right now, I think if Nasir was in the game and it got down to, say it got down to five with that group of five and Nasir, or that group of four and Nasir, Mm-hmm. I think Shan and Liana are fucked because Nasir would never turn on those guys. But now that Nasir is gone, Shan can try to jockey and try to uh, maybe set something up where at five or six, now Nasir is not in the game to cover their blind spot. And then you could potentially shoot first, take out Deshaun or take out Danny. And then between the, that inner group, you now have the advantage because it's you and Liana at that point. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think um, about what do you think about them uh, splitting the vote three three using using their extra vote to? I, I would assume that if it was because 
if if Nasir played the idol, it would have flushed the idol, right? Yeah, this one. Okay, I thought so in depth about this. I actually wrote down notes for this so that I could keep everything straight when I talk about this. So here's what I have. So I, my conclusion, and then I'll explain how I got there, is this was a mistake. They should not have used it. I agree. Um, so I understand the idea behind it, which is they want to vote out Nasir, but they're afraid that Nasir, they're afraid of two things. They're afraid of Nasir playing the idol and having all the votes on Nasir, or they're afraid of Heather and Erica not voting for Nasir. And then uh, one of them ending up going home on a, on a split boat, I guess. But I think the most plausible thing that would screw them is if Heather and Nasir both, uh, or sorry, Heather and Erica both vote for, I think it would have been Ricard. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nasir also plays the idol. At that point, you're completely screwed, even if Nasir didn't vote against you. Yeah. So those are all the things they're trying to protect against. However, so their their side mission here is to get votes on Heather in case, and it can't just be one because it can't just be covering for Nasir. Needs to be they're two. trying to get two on Heather to cover yep. for Erica and Heather. But the problem is between Shan and Ricard, they have three votes and they split them two to one. So Nasir was the third Heather vote. Mm-hmm. And then Heather and Erica were two votes against Nasir to force the three, three tie. Yeah. The problem is when you have three votes out of six and they're not all in the same place, the other three, they could have voted Ricard out three to two to one. So, if they decided to get organized, which it seemed like Nasir was never going to do, which is mm-hmm. hilarious because the other people were actively going against him. Yeah. Um, so you could get into a situation where you use your extra vote and it's still three to two to one. Um, they're scared of putting all three on Nasir and him playing the idol. But like if Nasir, the root of the issue here is that if Nasir thought he was getting betrayed, Mm-hmm. Instead of the using the idol, he would have just voted against them. Exactly. With Erica and Heather. Right. That was my conclusion. Right. So, even if you go two one to Seer, and he listen, he listens and votes for Heather, and Heather and Erica vote for Ricard, you're still screwed because if he uses the idol, Ricard goes home two to one. Exactly. Or sorry, no. If he if he does, sorry, if he doesn't use it, Ricard goes home two to one on a revote. In that case, because now right. Heather. Heather and Eric are voting for a card. You two are voting for Nasir, and then Nasir had a throwaway vote. So Nasir can't vote, Ricard can't vote. Now it's Shan, Heather, and Erica, and they're going to send Ricard home. Exactly. So, and the reason why it's a mistake, I say in general, I usually don't like to use broad scope with something like this because you're not sure what the other people are doing. But it's just mathematically you can't have a backup plan when you're only two out of five, even if you have the extra vote. Yeah, because, because of the, the way best the you can hope is. for yeah. is you put them all, well, the best you can hope for, actually, but like the best you can hope for in a worst case scenario is uh, if all, if you put all three of them in one spot and they didn't, 
and they turned on you, you could still bail yourself out with a 3-3. Exactly. But, like, like, Nasir is just... The only way to to do that successfully, because you're scared Nasir is going to use the idol, is if you put all three of yours on Heather, but then Nasir's voting for Heather, so she would go and your target of Nasir would not go home. It's kind of the same thing as we were talking about with Tiffany last week, where... Like, when there's an idol in play and you're trying to get rid of the idol, you can't be like, okay, we're getting rid of this person and I hope the idol gets played. Like, they did it correct this time where it's like, if you want to get out the person with the idol, if they don't play the idol, you have to just get rid of them. Right. And that's that's the problem I had with with using the extra vote is they played the scenario as if Nasir was voting with them. So if you're going to play the scenario as if Nasir is voting with you, there's no reason to play the extra vote. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, you can't assume. Yeah, it's like you're, you're taking a, a precaution you don't need to take. Exactly. You're, you're assuming he's with you. So you don't need the extra vote. If you were assuming against that, they would have voted differently. Yeah, right. Yeah, I guess that. Yeah, that's that's the the thing that i missed out in all that was either he votes with you and you don't need it or he's not voting with you and you using it in the way that you did would be a fuck up because one of you would still go home because it'd be three to two to one exactly so there's no point in using it is my point (laughs) right i agree i agree totally yeah it took a while to get there i saw somebody justify it they were like no this is brilliant and they basically said exactly what i said about covering all your bases but just it's just mathematically the three to two to one is always there yeah and the three to two to one is if nasir turns on you like i i don't i don't know it's it didn't it did not make mathematical sense the only way you can justify it is if you're saying nasir would never turn on them but in that case you don't need the extra vote because you have nasir's vote Right. And the only... hmm. It's like circular. No, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, at that point, it's like if the two of you are voting for Nasir, you're worried Eric and Heather won't vote for Nasir, then it would be that two to two to one that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. And Nasir can't vote on the revote, and then neither can Ricard, and it's two to one on Ricard. So I guess in that case, it does make sense. I'd have to write it down. I don't know. I don't... I don't know that, yeah, actually, now that I just said that, I think that actually is the one place where it would make sense. The problem is I don't think Erica and Heather are thinking like that necessarily. I think I think if they really sat down and considered their options, that would be a possibility. But the fact that Heather basically looked dead in the water and then they threw her a life raft yeah, makes me think that her reaction was just to be like, okay, we'll vote off Nasir. I mean, do they do they know they, that Shane and Ricard have an extra vote? I do. No, they don't. That's okay, like so the one they, thing that's a secret. Right, so then they would, that that scenario would never happen then because if they, if Nasir wasn't going to vote with Shannon Ricard, he would be voting with Erica and Heather and he wouldn't have put his singular vote on someone else other than Ricard. Right. That's true. Because, but if they did know that they had an extra vote, then they could have lied to Nasir and told him to vote for Shan and said they were voting for Shan, you know? And then they could have right. put their votes on Ricard and then it would have been two to two to one. But since they don't know that there's an extra vote, it wouldn't have mattered. 
Yeah, but if you if you know you're going for a card, there's no reason to lie to Nasir at that point. Yeah, exactly. This is the same thing as, as it's like on the other side. If you know you're going for a card and you know Nasir's going to flip, why don't you just tell him to vote a card and send him home? Oh, 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 right, right, right. Yeah, I see what you're saying now. Okay. It's the yeah. same on both sides. It, it, it all depends on Nasir. If you know he's flipping, then or one side knows that they're go- that he's going with them. You know, if you know he's flipping, then you just send Ricard home. And if the other side knows he's not flipping, then you just send Heather home. And you, you never need the extra vote. Yeah, or I'm actually sort of, I'm actually sort of convincing myself that it was correct because Nasir, knowing Nasir, he's never gonna switch. Yeah. So there's always going to be like a throwaway vote on Heather. And at that point, like in the scenario where you're voting, you're trying to get rid of Nasir with your two votes. Mm-hmm. Heather and Erica, they could always vote for Ricard and it would be two to two. Like the fact that you're trying to get rid of someone who is not, like, how do I explain it? Like, you're trying to get rid of someone who's voting for your enemies, which right. makes it like they're never going to vote for themselves. Like, they can't, they physically can't follow your plan because you're trying to vote them out. Right. So it just automatically becomes a two to two. And Heather and Erica theoretically could screw you in that situation. The problem is that they made it a th- it would have just if this uh, no, I guess on a on a revote they would have been safe if you can use the extra vote twice. Yeah. Right. If you can't, then it would be two to two because it would be a two to two to two. Or sorry, and then the revote would be a one to one. Jesus, this is fucking complicated. That's what I mean. It's it's more complicated than like I originally thought when I was watching it. Yeah. When I well, yeah when I originally saw it, I was like, it's pointless. And honestly, you know what? I'm going to say they should use it just because Shan thought they shouldn't and Ricard thought they should. That's my new take. <laughs> just uh-huh. an anti-Shan podcast. Right. Also, out of this, I'm so confident one of Eric or Heather will be in the final tribal council. They've, I think they've now been established as it's the classic scenario where there's two outsiders. They're going to get broken up around like the final six or so because they don't want a duo. Mm-hmm. And then the other person's just going to be forgotten about and skirt in. I don't. I don't know who my who my zero vote finalist pick is yet. I'm not saying whoever it is is the zero vote finalist. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm just saying the bigger group will like eat each other. I think my zero vote finalist might be Danny. Yeah, he's so, he's so likable that people might vote for him. I don't know. I think if he was if he was in the the finals, someone would vote for him. Yeah, he's which so me, which makes me think he's not going to be in the finals because they barely showed him. Yeah, and if you're getting votes in the final, you got to get more. Even even Dean Kowalski at this point was getting like catching fire a little bit, even though he was sort of invisible early on. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, there's like, yeah, no like, time. There's no time to build him up, even if he's like a losing finalist. I feel like it's weird because he's on the screen a lot, but he doesn't say much. Yeah, right. I think you know what I think. And this is not an original thought, honestly. I've been convinced of this by Edgecredit that uh, Danny pissed off the producers because he 
you know how there have been a few scenes where he's so openly against like all the twists yeah i think at some point in a segment that wasn't shown he got like really pissed about all the fucking bullshit Mm -hmm. things that have like come out and he probably got like in an argument with jeff they're like we don't like him because he's he's so likable and he has a ton of agencies in such a good position there's he should be the decoy winner yeah right so it just doesn't make sense really that he's getting like no screen time although no part of that makes sense with winners so whatever um okay i would talk about the twist but i have a feeling it's going to get mentioned later so uh i think we can get into segments now and we could talk about our winners and losers Mm -hmm. like to go first or second here I'll go first here this week. Okay. My winner of the week is Bugs. Ooh. Okay. All over Tiffany. (laughs) Yeah. That thing, I would have the fuck out. That was gigantic. Well, me me and Alyssa were talking about that. We were watching it, and she was, like, freaking out in such a weird way. And Alyssa was like, oh, why is she, like, acting like that? I was like, because you're not allowed to talk when you're on the jury. Right, yeah. <laughs> so she was trying to be quiet, but she was like freaking out. And everyone, she made a scene anyway. I just thought it was funny. Also, uh, talk about your all-time backfires, Heather, praying to God for something good to happen, and Tiffany gets hit with a bug. Is Heather the Antichrist? <laughs> uh, is that your hot take? No, should have. <laughs> I have I two hot takes. That's the first one. I agree. I agree with the hot take. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, my loser. Shan wasn't there to exercise it. No. Mafia pastor. She would have fucking sliced that priest. thing up because it's easy. She's not a priest. Yes, pastor. 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 I don't know the difference, honestly. Whatever. One's just Catholic. <laughs> okay. And they go through schooling. Priests are Catholic, and they go through schooling and stuff. And then they're like, I think they're a- they like are able to bless holy water to make water holy water like they from the hmm. from the vatican they have that power or whatever i don't know something wrong you must be you stuff. must be really religious to know oh that. yeah my. <laughs> <laughs> count my blessings uh <laughs> um anyway my <laughs> loser is uh merge fans because okay. uh we, everybody loves the merge. This is everybody. Yeah, went backwards in time and unmerged. <laughs> merged this week. We're back in tribes, basically. Yeah. So uh, we can transition this because my winner is also this twist. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the twist? Well, I, I was going to spin zone my loser actually first and say that uh, merge fans rejoice because they get two merges this season. <laughs> right. So well, wait, you look at the winner. Maybe, wouldn't that make them a winner though if they get to rejoice at the end? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's this, it's my spin zone. Mm, okay, yeah. Could go. Uh, yeah. What I did like you think of it? I like it. Yeah, I'm a fan. This was pretty much the first one of the season that I could stand. Yeah, this is. I was. I just took the words out of my mouth. I was just about to say yeah. this is the only thing they've done all season that I've liked. Yeah, I think the only problem is that there's such a small number that it's easy for somebody to get screwed. Mm-hmm. But I mean, one had a blind side and the other one almost had a blind side. So I thought it was actually interesting this time around. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the point is like, 
if it's going to be a straightforward vote and you get out of it, that's like you're like testing your players to see how good they are too. You, like build your resume that way. Right. I also thought this is funny because if everyone was going to tribal council, Xander would have been the sole safe person. Mm-hmm. And neither of the people who went home probably would have went home because it probably would have been Erica. Yeah, right. I, I was also saying during – we kind of skipped the challenge a little bit, but uh, how how pissed are you if you're Deshaun? Because everyone on the other side, like, falls immediately, and then it's you and Xander. And I like, know. If I was just on the other side, I would have killed everyone. Yeah, very bad luck. Yeah. Um, also, Erica twist saved again. Yeah. I'm going to get on that train in case she wins, that I could justify my done chain. Just be like, she's so lucky. <laughs> yeah, twist saved a hundred times. Yeah. I actually, I liked in uh, Cook Islands, they had uh, a double boot where they had a vote out. And then as soon as that person left, they opened up a little thing and it was like, hey, you have to vote out someone else. I think that would be a fun double boot. But the problem is like in today's Survivor, it would just turn into a live tribal. Yeah. I mean, I'd like still... The- I think that's a good idea. I'd enjoy watching an episode like that. Yeah, the original was it was cool because they had to strategize out in the open. Mm-hmm. But the problem was that the one group had like definitely the numbers, and it was like, okay, there's no, like nothing crazy is going to happen here. So yeah, they just get to get rid of two people in at like one time, essentially. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was my winner and your loser. My loser is pacing because this season is absolutely flying by typically the finales of the final six and we only have eight left which is crazy it is crazy we had discussed this a little bit in that they might do a finale at five potentially yeah let me pull up the calendar because i wrote down december 15th is the finale so this week wednesday is the 24th so that'll be the final eight december 1st is the final seven December 8th would be the final six. So maybe a finale at five on the 15th. Yep. That makes if sense. If they to vote me. out one person each time. I can't imagine them doing another double. It's No, I'm saying. Oh, we might get a two hour. Well, I was going to say we had a, we had an episode earlier this season where no one went home. That's what I'm talking about more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, though, so usually it's final six and they vote out three people. Because the finale is three episodes or three mm-hmm. hours. Finale is three hours again. If it's only a final five, there's only two boots. Is there potential for the final two to return? What do you mean? Like instead of a final three, they have a final two. Because oh, they have oh, to they oh, boot oh. three people in the finale. No, I don't think so. I the jury started at eleven. It would be an odd number. Would be nine. At a, I don't. At I don't think so. This final three. In a final two, there will be a nine-person jury. Right now, we're set for a final eight with a three-person jury. So okay, so you have nine with two or three with eight. eight. With three. E- mm-hmm. Either one works. Yeah, the, I, this is kind of wishful thinking for me. I think a lot of like more old school or like fans who have just been watching for like a long time like fans who watched the transition from two to three mm-hmm. i think long for the days of the two the final two mm-hmm. the, the only problem is that like i like a good final two more than any final three but the problem is that 
most of the time with the final two, one of them is a goat. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of use the final three as a way to get a more competitive second place person. Yeah, and the but, thing doesn't matter anyway. When's the, the last yeah. time? Have we ever had a, a non-zero vote finalist? With three? Yeah. I can tell you the last time it happened. It's going to blow yeah. your mind. 35. Because Ryan got one vote. Okay, so counterpoint to it being three, if you have eight on the jury, it could tie 4-4. Four, four. Right. Yeah, like the crazy shit they did in Micronesia where they had a fucking final two with an eight-person jury. It was five to three. Yeah. So, like, honestly, in that scenario, a final two with nine would make more sense. Yeah. Right. I'm hope I'm I'm hoping I'm with you. I like the I like the two better, and I don't know I I don't know this might it might end up being a a nine zero scenario, but still. It would depend on the matchup. If it's like someone against Heather, then I don't want that, obviously, because with an hour left in the finale, you know who wins. We think yeah. we Heather think. might be the only one left not to get a vote in a final two. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Also, that thing about the final two. So in Micronesia, so five to three, and a two-person in a final two, and Jeff said at the finale that if it was a tie, they had something in place for what they would do. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like, okay, that's a secret, but I'll know eventually. Like the final three, people speculated that it's like, okay, the third person will probably cast the vote, right? And eventually that will happen. Right. Because they're not scared of it happening because there's a logical thing that could happen. Yeah. I think yeah. at this point they would never, ever, ever have an even number jury with a final two, especially because they just don't do final twos anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll never happen. That's, it eats at me like more than it should that I will never know what they would have done if Amanda and Parvati had tied. Yeah, they're like theories out there, fan theories. I honestly think what they would have did is had a fan vote. I would have hated that. I would have hated the shit out of that as well. Um, yeah, it makes it does make more sense with three though that they set themselves up so it doesn't even matter how many people are on the jury because then the tiebreaker is always the person who came in third. Right, because even if you have you could have an even number and it could tie just straight up, or you could have an odd number and be like four to four to one, and it doesn't even matter because you honestly have two things you could do: you could have them revote and only be able to vote for the two people that tied for the win, mm-hmm. or you could have the tiebreaker. So in uh, Goat Island, there wasn't really a decision to be made because mm-hmm. it was, you know, a, a two-way tie. One person got zero, so they're re-voting. It would just be the same thing. So there was nothing other than to have Laurel vote. But, yeah, it kills me that I would not know what happened in that scene. Now, the only thing they have to worry about is to make sure it's not a three-way tie. Right, that's why I don't think there will ever be a nine person with a final. Exactly, three. as long as it's not divisible by three, it doesn't matter. Right, then you're to- Then I th- honestly, the way to break it up might be to have everyone lock in that vote, and then everybody votes for second. And whoever yeah. gets the most second place votes ends up winning. Yeah, like have everyone rank. Right, but the problem with that is if they tie that as well, yeah. there's no tiebreaker for third because there's you're- only one person for everybody to choose. You draw rocks, baby. 
the winner. <laughs> I'd kind of, I'd hate for months of build up for that, but that'd be a great thing to like rewatch. What if they made Fire Live. I wouldn't hate that. That's the other. That's the most popular theory actually for what they would have done in the tiebreaker in that season was how to had the final two make fire for it. Yeah, I wouldn't have hated that. No, no, no it would have been like either. a just for it to happen once, mm-hmm. just so that it could be like that's a moment in Survivor history. Yeah, would made fire for the win. That's my. That would be my favorite thing that would happen, uh, or my favorite option, I guess. What if Jeff votes? <laughs> <laughs> That would be uh, that no would be cause whatsoever. for concern, yeah. That Especially be, considering at that point lawsuit. he had <laughs> a lawsuit. Yeah, <laughs> at that point he had dated a former player, so you never know what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's get into uh, take of the week. Do uh, you want to go first or second? I'll go first again. Okay. Uh, this is. My take is this is some of the sloppiest gameplay we've seen in any Survivor season. Yeah, the it's interesting where like the edit is covering it up. So, like usually in the edit, if you're not you're not sure who wins because there's a few people that it could be. Yeah, right now it's like there's no one that it could be. Exactly. There, and no people are trying to figure out if they're just trying to big brain everybody and like fool everyone or if everyone just stinks. Yeah, I think like honestly pretty much everyone has made a mistake like this season and they've right. shown all of them. So I, I think you know who hasn't made a mistake yet? Danny. Yes, also, but Erica. <laughs> Erica, she hasn't done anything. Uh, right, that's exactly. true. She's, she's Can't do anything one. wrong if uh, you don't do anything. The only decision she's made was a good one, actually. Um, right, but it was but, like, "Hey, do you want your life to be awesome or get way worse?" And she said, yeah. "I want it to be awesome." Yeah. Like, wow, point. what an awesome move by Erica. <laughs> yeah, I just think that honestly, they couldn't have edited and put the season together, like. <laughs> They couldn't have fooled people, or else it wouldn't. The story wouldn't have made sense. I think, you right. know. So they had to show the mistakes and the errors by everyone, which makes me think that it's just a, it's just sloppy gameplay. Because there's like something every week that we talk about. We're like, oh, they like fucked this up, and it, c- it could have gone like better for them. You know, like I feel like right. in seasons past, every week we weren't being like, oh, someone fucked this up. Sometimes. Like, half the time, we're just like, oh, you know, like, they got outplayed. There's nothing they could do. Yeah, I think this is the first one of the post-merge where it was like, that was a really bad decision. Because, like, Sydney, you can kind of justify for, like, most of the people in there just that it, it was, things were crazy and it was the easiest thing to do. And then Tiffany and Evie have both made sense. And then the Nasir boot, it made sense for everybody except for Nasir. That was at that specific tribal. Yeah, I guess you could argue that Evie didn't make sense for Deshaun, but it kind of did if you want to stick with this. Right, well, no, that's what I'm saying is that his mistake, that's the first post-merge mistake. Oh, okay, yeah, I gotcha, gotcha. Is that aside from that one, everybody else voting how they did in that tribal made sense. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't know, Um, it's a sloppy season in my opinion. Are you buying my take? Yeah, I think I think in general it's 
a bit messy. These these seasons usually, like I think when people talk about the most entertaining seasons, uh, it's typically ones like these where you're like any of these people could win and like mm-hmm. there's no clear front runner. Mm-hmm. And so every week stakes are so high because any one big move from that point forward could be like, that could be it. Mm-hmm. But like based on the edit, there's even if that does happen and someone takes control like that, there's still, there's so much negative for everybody that there's still other shit that you could point to that. It's like the, they would, it would be dumb if they won. Yeah. It doesn't resolve anything. I just don't. Right. I just don't remember feeling like this in previous seasons that that are like no returnees, you know, where like it's just I usually feel like like you said before, where you have a couple people in mind, so you don't know who's going to win or too many people are good. I've never like been in a scenario where I've thought like too many people are bad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of. Yeah. When I thought Tiffany was like the red herring or like she would not the red herring the opposite of the red herring where she's the like kind of unexpected winner yeah i thought she was that and then the i kind horse. of heavy as well yeah and the fact that they both went home it's like now i don't know what the fuck to think yeah i would have i would have liked to see tiffany win honestly i think she yeah, was i could I could still see Xander winning. I think that would be pandering to the casuals a little bit to give him the edit he's gotten and still have him win. But I don't know. He's. I feel like if I didn't actually enjoy him on the screen as much, like he's, if he won at this point, I feel like he'd be a much more enjoyable, like Ben almost. Where, like, I think he has to win a lot of immunities or, like, have advantages work for him at the end for him to win. Where, like, at this point, I don't have any disdain for him because it's not, like, this crazy amount of stuff. But he does have stuff. And if he uses it all perfectly and it's, like, hey, four votes in a row, he would have went home if he didn't, like, win immunity and, like, play these things. Then it would be annoying. I think he's he's maybe the person who can like salvage the season the best for me like if he wins i'd be the happiest with the season yeah because there's still there's still a path for him that is logical like they i think him or deshaun for me because they haven't they haven't torn down either of them that's the problem with shan is that like okay so we we've shit we've shit on shan enough right but my honest opinion on her is like I don't hate her. She, she's like that athlete that you you hate because the media gasses them up so much. I don't like Shan because Survivor shoves her down my throat, and then they also show like a bunch of negative, and it's just like, like the fact that they're showing a lot of negative makes me feel like she should not win. And because she should not, because in my brain she should not win, it just automatically makes me not like her because I just uh, like subconsciously like good players more than I like bad players, unless the bad players are really funny. Right. So it like, they're making me root against her almost like I don't have any problem with her really that much other than the fact that 
if she won at this point, it wouldn't make sense. And I feel like she's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I get what you're saying. I don't know. The thing with this, I don't like that. She like obviously gaslights people and that I like feel, I don't like her because it feels like a TV. I mean, it is a TV show, but it feels like, like a scripted TV show where like, you're like, come on, these people can't be that dumb, can they? It's like she just gets right. she... to do. Where stuff. it's like, if it was scripted, you'd be like, oh, she would so be voted out by now. Exactly. But she's not, right. <laughs> and she like obviously gaslights people and like does all this stuff that's like crazy. And I'm like, how, like, how does she get away with this? Essentially. Right. Yeah. It it is the kind of thing where like the main character in the TV show is like, there. It mainly makes sense, but there's like a little bit of over the topness that like makes them rootable. But, like, logically, it's like that wouldn't happen. Exactly. I feel like that's yeah. sort of what's happening to her. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other half, I can barely fucking stand. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, how about my take here? My take, it's a spicy one. Oh. I, like I like to make them very specific so that you know exactly what you're saying, yes or no, too. My take <laughs> is that Shan is going to go home with an idol in her pocket next week. Next week? Yeah, this week, right now. Finally, Shane goes home. I'm buying that just because I want it to happen. I don't even care what your reasoning is. <laughs> okay, well, my reasoning is we're getting Deshaun versus Shane. Deshaun. Deshaun. Um, Where we get a little Ricard, too? Yeah, I well, he's interesting. And I want to mention something else in a second with him. I think there's a chance... That this week we get the Deshaun turning on Shan. 4-4. Xander uses the extra vote. I think that could happen. I think she won't use her idol because they think it's going to be a tie. And people mm-hmm. might be willing to go to rocks. Um, which that makes the extra vote play from last week. It goes from bad to hilarious, I think. To yeah. be completely oh, yeah. honest. <laughs> Such a you played yourself moment. Um, also, I think it would be very funny if, like I said earlier, we lost Tiffany. Then we lost Evie. And then if we lost Shan back to back to back weeks, mm-hmm. that would be hilarious to me because for the edit, like outside of those three, no one else makes sense to win. Yeah. And if we lost all three of them back to back to back weeks, with a little Nasir sprinkled in there in the double boot, mm-hmm. I think that would be very fun to me. I'd like also to, I'd like to see Rocks. When's the last time we saw Rocks, huh? Oh, oh thirty. Is Millennials versus Gen X, I think, the last time still? It's just like I would We haven't had rock since we started the podcast, right? No, no. Okay, then it's definitely thirty three because we didn't get him in thirty four. How I would love to see Shan go home in rocks. How awesome (laughs) would that be? She is kind of getting built up where it's like it doesn't make sense if she doesn't win. That's why, like, your twist idea, her getting twisted out makes sense. Yeah. Or if she got rocked out, that would also make sense. If rocked she got out, idled out, it would make sense. Rocked out makes a lot of sense, actually, now that I think of it. Because, like, we've seen that even though it doesn't make sense for Deshaun, like, he still stays loyal to her. So they're setting her up. They're setting up these, like, boundaries where, like, Deshaun's not going to turn on her. So everyone stays solid, and they tie, and then they tie again, and then she goes home on rocks, and that that's how she's not the winner. That would be fitting for the edit. You know who else's edit makes sense, them getting rocked out? Who? 
Danny big time. Yeah. The, oh, the yeah. I hate things that aren't straightforward guy yeah. uh-huh. gets rocked out. <laughs> well, he has zero votes cast against him the entire season, and then he uh-huh. gets rocked out. Uh-huh. That would be, yeah. Don't you wish you turned on Shan now, Danny? Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, it hasn't I, even I, happened yet. <laughs> I'm kind of leaning towards next week being Deshaun actually over Shan, but I could, I mean, I could see it. Yeah, I honestly gunned to my head if you said who goes home, I think Deshaun goes home. Yeah, I mean, because I think, Shan has the idol. I think it's just more likely that he finds a way to go home. And I mean, I think, I think she plays it if she's in the hot seat at all because she's like that, and because she hasn't been yet, you know. And yeah, I think she plays it no matter what. And also, um, Deshaun doesn't flip and gets blindsided when he should be flipping. Yeah, the other interesting thing is the Ricard of it all where like, I don't like to speculate too much from the scenes, but if we're to, if we are to believe that Deshaun is turning on them, seems like the side that he would be flipping to, they were targeting Ricard to weaken Shan possibly because Shan does have the idol. And it is then turning into something where, could Ricard end up being the one to go home? Um, which I, I think is less. I, I think it's. I think if Ricard, if the votes are on Ricard, there's like a zero percent chance of rocks, because I don't think Deshaun flips to get rid of Ricard. I think he's flipping to get rid of Shan. Yeah. But also, if he flips to get rid of Ricard, I think Danny would be with him there. I think it'd be five three the other way. Yeah, because Danny doesn't like Ricard very much. What if I I think best case scenario is they say they're voting for Ricard and or they And they Shan say, plays her idol on him and then she goes home. Well yeah, that's best case scenario for me. I think best case <laughs> scenario for them is uh you have uh Heather, Erica, Xander, Danny and Deshaun all voting for Ricard, but they say they're voting for Shan, so Shan plays her idol, so they flush the idol and Ricard goes home. Right. I think the the way to do it is to have them think Shan is having the idol, because she's the one holding it, and push comes to shove, she is definitely playing it on herself. Absolutely. No matter yeah. what. Yeah. Right. I think based, based on what we've seen, the fact that there have been times where Ricard is even in danger, and she's like, give me your shit so you're more in danger. Yeah. Like, I she's just and okay I know we've ripped on Shan a decent amount there's absolutely nothing wrong with it making sure you are the one that's if the idol's yeah, yours absolutely. and you think that the votes yeah. are coming to you I have no problem with it I just think uh, I just think it would be a funny way for that yeah and not actually not funny because I love her card but yeah also a thing that I saw online I'm just <laughs> quoting without uh, giving credit all over the place um, people are talking about that based on Ricard's recent jump and his sort of solid foundation, that there is a chance that if Shan is the one to go home this week, that it is a sort of uh, smooth transition passing of the torch to Ricard being the narrator and eventual winner of the season. If Shan goes home, like right now, I, I know I said earlier that, Xander would be the savior of the season for me if he wins. But I'm rooting. No, Ricard for, is your boy. Ricard is your guy. Ricard. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. rooting for Ricard. All Absolutely. along. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I'm I at this point I am also rooting for Ricardo because I think he's the best player of the season. Like if I think that's an underlying thing that I've never said that is, I think if people that listen to this, it should be increasingly obvious by now that when it's in like the final three, no matter who I like, I always am rooting for the person that I think played. Like I want the person to win to be the person who played the best game. Like I liked Dean more than Tommy, but I thought Tommy played a more sound game start to finish. And that's why in that final three, I was rooting for Tommy, even mm-hmm. though Dean is like fucking awesome. I love Dean. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Status update. <laughs> Kowalski. Ah, my man. I fucking miss Dean. So much. I watched a Dean compilation like two weeks ago. Did you? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. a great like uh, super edit guy because he like had a bunch of like splashes with like good confessionals right at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm... Then you just you have to leave out the 10 second segment at the end where he doesn't win. And that's exactly. it. That's it. You just cut that out. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm a little nervous for Ricard in this coming week, actually. I don't know. As, as He's one as... of those people that Edgic has really struggled to place. Yeah. As much as I think it's because his role, like his role in the game hasn't shifted, but like his edit has. So that's kind of weird. I actually think they've, they've both shifted, but in, opposite ways where at first he was the guy where he was sort of villainous a little uh you know super smart strategist and everything was going his way now i think he's being edited more as uh you know in a in a tentatively safe spot but like he's getting a more likable edit at this point yeah we get a lot of people think he can't win because they say his his foundation is too negative. I don't necessarily think that that's true. I do think he was made to be the more villainous of himself and Shan, but now Shan is a almost true villain and he hasn't gotten anything really bad other than the papaya thing in like a month. Yeah, it's, it's hard. I think this week is, is huge and it's going to, I think after this week, a lot of the the mystery edits are going to become more clear. I think it's a big clear up yeah. the edit week. Um, as much every as week I'm, is the most important week so far, but I think this is the one that you can say this is the most important week because when you look back at the season, aside from stuff that happens in the finale, this might be the the most tide shifting vote. Yeah, my final prediction for the vote next week is. Uh, Shan plays a idol and Deshaun goes home. I I would agree with that. I don't necessarily know where everyone lands. I think that's going to happen, though. Yeah. I hope to God it's not Ricard. I really hope it's Shan, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, okay, it's time to get into some rankings here. I think mm-hmm. it is. Um, okay, we were super similar again. We had the same exact one, two, three, and five. And then our six and eight were flipped, and our four and seven were flipped, which is weird because they're not that close to each other. Um, but we're kind of zeroing in here on like very similar rankings the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, usually we get super similar right around like that last one before the finale, where we do strictly based on who's going to win. Mm-hmm. We're usually very similar, but uh, 
yeah, up until that point, we're usually not this close. We're in lockstep right now. So I, I think this season is special in that there's so much up in the air that I feel like, I feel like we should do everybody again. I'm fine with that. We've talked about, like, I think it'll be quick regardless because we've talked a lot. We've talked about almost everybody. Everybody, yeah. So Yeah, okay. That's fine. So our number eight, I have them at number six, and you have them at number eight. Number six was a fucking gift from me just because I decided <laughs> to punish two people. Um, this is Heather. Um, Heather, I think it's more of the same where, like, every time we see her, it's, like, not great. Where, like, she was saved this week just by Ricard. She even... Her quote was basically, Ricard saved me. And so, like, she just, she still has no agency. I know I see people saying she's going to win. I think it's mainly for the meme at this point, but there, I think there are some people who are legitimately believe that there's going to be some, uh, you know, flashback montage in the finale and she's going to be like the best player of the season. I highly doubt that. Uh, I just, I can't see it, to be honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree. If Heather wins, I'll eat my hat. Uh, Gotta love I, a hat eating accusation just, on yourself. <laughs> you can quote me on that one. Uh, yeah, I you just, can take that to the bank. You're right. Every time we see her, it's her making a bad move or her not understanding the scenario or not voting correctly. Like that, th- she's not gonna win. That's or why. like her life is on the line, and Shan says, "I just don't want it to backfire on me and Ricard." And Heather says, "It might." Like that's yeah. fucking hilarious, but yeah. also like so stupid. <laughs> Like, I, I'm very confident in my in my done chaining of her. So, that's all I'm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Let's move on. Our number seven. You had this person at six. I had him at eight. Crazy one. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. It is Deshaun. I've kind of talked about Deshaun a lot. I'm basically punishing him because I thought he could have made a game-winning move last week, or at least a move that puts you in a position to win the game. And I said on the emergency press conference, I think this is going to end up being a game-losing mistake for Deshaun. Yeah, he could have he could have turned the tides completely, essentially, because if he flips here, I think he's on the top of, of his alliance if he flips, because he has all the information. Right. And I know you're giving agency to two dangerous players that are were basically drawing dead, which is Evie and Xander, mm-hmm. but... At the same time, you're taking agency away from Shannon Ricard, who are have a more like if you are Deshaun, I'd much rather sit in the end with Evie and Xander than in the end with Shannon Ricard because Shannon Ricard have beginning to end played super well. Like neither of them have been perfect, but together they have been perfect. Also, if you, if you sit in the end with with Xander and Evie, you can literally just say. Well, if I wouldn't have flipped and taken out my own alliance, they wouldn't be here right now. Right. That's always that's a big time cucker is when you say this guy's gone out of the game if it's not for me. So yep. right. Um, which was basically that's funny because Dean tried to say that about Tommy and then Tommy correctly said that about Dean instead. <laughs> um flashing back to season thirty nine a lot right now, apparently. Um, okay. Up next at Six and five, we had another tie between Shan and Liana. I broke the tie, putting Liana lower. At this point, at final six, I think Liana's drawing dead. I just, I forget what happened in the episode that made me think it. 
I think her biggest problem is that she, it's like almost, it's funny and it's almost hilarious how obsessed she is with Xander at this point. Like she will die. She has the hardest tunnel vision right now. She will die trying to get him out. I seriously believe that. Or she'll just get voted out trying to do it in a more realistic sense. It's, it's, it's weird that we have her ranked. I know it doesn't make initial sense that we have her ranked lower than Shan and why I had her ranked lower than Shan because we talked so much about Shan being on the hot seat coming up. I had her mm-hmm. ranked so low because she had a bad week, I think. And she she seems like her vendetta for Xander is taking away from the the point of their alliance and like downgrading her game essentially in my opinion yeah and she's also kind of cucking herself at like every turn like every time she's had agency she's fucked up with it basically yeah true and i guess like like the steal and idol like that's not her fault really i mean technically it's her fault because she played it wrong but like she could not have known that like but right still, you still used it wrong so exactly Right. I think Liana is like, there's always things that happen in the game that will uh, undermine certain players, but there's always a couple people like this. And I think Liana is one of them where when you look back at the end of the season, if she does not win, she's one of the very few people where you could say it is a hundred percent her fault because on Yasa, she was never in any danger and they could get rid of whoever they wanted they could have got rid of Xander long ago. And I know Tiffany tried to kind of pull rank on her, but at that point it was her and Evie and Tiffany was along for the ride. Mm -hmm. So they really could have got rid of Xander whenever they wanted to. Additionally, she felt like ass backwards into this alliance with Shan because they got sent on the trek together right before the merge. Then they merged. They could have made it a secret. They decide not to. They just fucking walk all over the beach together, doing all like everything together. Um, and now she's been in the strongest post-merge alliance the entire time, and she still hasn't gotten rid of the one person that she's actually actively tried to get rid of. Exactly. And so I think she's just... There have been so many situations where... Like, I think it would be way better for her, honestly, if even if they didn't get rid of Xander, if she just stopped focusing on it so much. Like, exactly. she's thrown everything she's had at getting rid of him, and she still hasn't, mm-hmm. which makes me think that we're just setting up for the biggest laugh out loud. I can't believe she just went home before him mm-hmm. moment of the decade. Exactly. She gets voted off in like two episodes and he's still yep. there. Mm-hmm. I'm with yeah. you. Uh, okay. How about Shan at five? Um, you had her at four. I had her at seven. Like I said, with Shan and Deshaun, I'm just punishing them. Um, I'm very confident that, one of the two of them will go home this week and the other person will shoot way up in the rankings because I think whoever stays out of the two of them is in the driver's seat at this point. I don't necessarily think that they will win, but I'd say goes into the driver's seat as commanding most of the numbers left. Yeah, we t- we kind of talked Shan to death a little bit here in the, the various scenarios they could play out next week. I just, I think that she, 
I had her high because she still has the grasp on her alliance. Like, like we said, like Deshaun still won't flip on her, even though he disagrees with everything she does. And right. That is worth something in my book, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I won't say anymore. Cause it's like, I've managed to be brief on Shan for once. So that's all <laughs> I'll say. Um, okay. Number four, we both had a number five, which allows her to sneak up one spot. It's Erica. Um, Erica, <laughs> to me, I She's interesting. Am... She's interesting. Yeah, the uh, Reddit has successfully convinced me she's the winner. I saw a thing today about how, uh, like, the confessional count among female winners. She's, like, despite the fact she seems under-edited, she's on par with, like, Parvati and, like, Sarah Lucina for, like, confessional count. It's sort of insane that, like, if she just has a couple really good episodes at the end here, She's gonna, she'll be fine. I think the one thing working against her in that argument is that those people, well, they, when they weren't getting confessionals, were still active in the game and their game was being shown. It just wasn't necessarily through their lens all the time. Mm-hmm. Erica was very invisible for maybe like five episodes this season so far. That's what this is, I think, the 10th episode. So that's what I was gonna say. She's like, She's like the anti-Danny. Like, she gets a ton of confessionals, but we never see her on screen other than that. Well, not a ton, but, like, she gets a decent amount. I, I, like, remember her talking a lot. And Danny never gets confessionals, but I see him on screen all the time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she is a mystery. I have her done chained right now. I will be completely honest. This is the most nervous about a current done chain I've ever been. Since we started this, that's saying ever. Something. I am not as nervous for her. I've done change people. I had yeah, totally you've had more me. close calls than I have. But <laughs> the fact that I done chained Christian and wasn't as nervous about it as I am right now, insane. Yeah. yeah, you had a good read on his edit, though. Yeah, well, honestly, more so even Nick and I just got down to the two of them, and I. Well, actually, it was the two of them and Davey, and I thought Davey was more of an endgame loser and Christian was a big threat. Whatever, whatever. doesn't matter. Um, the point is uh, I'm terrified. <laughs> it's a good thing that I decided like a month ago that at some point in the next like six months I want to shave my head, actually, because <laughs> I think I'm going to be forced to. I'm hoping for your sake that she just is like <laughs> – she she is the ricochet shot from the crazy twist that we're gonna get. Yeah, or, I think it's, I think it's Danny. If I'm being she, honest, but she could be the ricochet shot literally any week. I think. Right. You know what her, I think her is name's gonna happen come there? up. She, I, I've like her, they've mentioned her name as like being someone that they want to get out. She's had a few times where when it's the target is directly at her, she's gotten safety somehow. Which is weird because she's not like a challenge beast. Yeah, like this yeah. week, she definitely would have went home. Mm-hmm. She got immunity. Yeah, she uh, never... merge. She would have been the merge boot, but she got the hourglass. Yeah, and she would have went home if her tribe ever went to tribal and they didn't. Yeah, she's been skirting it. Yeah, it seems she seems like too too much happenstance to be the winner. I don't know. 
Right. I agree. Well, we've had happenstance winners before. So. Well, yeah, I guess so. And this is yeah. the season to have a happenstance winner, I guess. Right. Um, okay, at three, unanimous number three. All three of our top three is unanimous. This is Xander. Uh, we have talked about Xander a lot. I've mentioned this before, just in space. I think he's an amazing player. Um, I think the, the issue is more in his edit than his actual play where we're not seeing tons of social bonds being formed. It makes me feel like uh, maybe he doesn't have a lot of agency to be the winner. Which kind of freaks me out because I think he's one of the more logical winners at this point. Just makes me think more that I have no fucking idea what's going to happen. Yeah, essentially he can he can get there, but the people might the jury might not vote for him. Yeah. I have too many people that I feel like I can never done chain. Me At some too. point I'm gonna have to do it to one and of I, them. And I I have two to do today. <laughs> yeah. Um Okay, number two we have Danny. We've sort of Danny's I mean, same thing as last week where you see him on the screen a lot, but he doesn't talk a lot, so opinion hasn't really changed. His position is amazing and it can't be ignored. But if you look at his edit, he never talks ever, which makes me feel like he's not important in the end, which means he should be going home soon, which is kind of why I think he gets twist screwed or maybe even rocked out this week because just nothing really would make sense. I don't see anyone turning on him at this point. Yeah, I he's like honestly a Dunchain candidate for me when I got yeah. two this week where like could you really see him in the end like I mean he'd be good at answering I can't no I mean, yeah you're right I mean he might be like decent at answering questions but like I can't see him winning standing up there like live in front of Jeff and all the fans being like this is the winner of season 41 I don't see it right it just doesn't really make sense yeah yeah I agree um, okay, number one, Ricard. Ricard had an amazing week this week. We got me, aside from Shan, with the Trek, and uh, I think it's her mother passed away, um, that confessional series. This is the best confessional anyone has had all season in terms of winner upside. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the one thing that he's most self-conscious about and has held him back the most in life, he gets a confessional. Uh, kind of addressing it head on. Also, I thought the um, the editors did a great job with uh, like the lip reading portion of it, where they were like deafening and then you know zeroing in on people's lips, and then you can hear what they said. I thought that was pretty cool as well. Yep, I agree. Um, I just I think his position is super strong. They're now finally addressing the fact that uh, the the People of Color Alliance that was that four it appears to be a five with him. Um, and so we've finally been getting some, hey, this is Ricard's alliance. We've seen Shan sort of shy. Like, her and Leon are still solid. Mm-hmm. But it seems weakened by the fact that her and Deshaun are not on good terms anymore. Mm-hmm. And we've seen her and Ricard go to bat for each other again by the fact that they were split up from Liana and they were together in this smaller tribal. Um, I don't know. I I think... He has played a little bit of second fiddle to Shan over the course of the season. And I think if he won, they'd maybe show him as the alpha. But like he's all he's just been so good and that I 
I can't justify putting him anywhere other than one because anything negative about him has been in the edit and none of it's been in the gameplay, which is the opposite of, or not the opposite necessarily, but that can't be said for anyone else. Like Heather stinks. Deshaun just made a bad decision. Liana has made a lot of bad decisions. Shan is kind of all over Erica. She's also like, hasn't really made a ton of mistakes, but she hasn't done much. Xander's been on the bottom the whole time. And Danny is sort of same boat as Erica. where like, haven't done anything wrong, but like, hasn't done much. Ricard is the only person who has not made mistakes and is actively making things happen in the game. And, and he still is bad just, at it. <laughs> right. Which like, fuck me, man. But he's, he's getting there. He's getting there. I think his edit is turning. That's why I feel like he's becoming more viable as a winner. I think, honestly, he is still liable to turn on Shan. Because, like, their relationship... Wait on it. Wait on it. I know. I've been waiting a long time. Their relationship has been rocky at times. And I think he... He can, he can sniff out her turning, but I don't think she can sniff out him turning. I think... She might because she always he... thinks he's turning. And he yeah, never right. Does. That's that's exactly what I was gonna say. She she always thinks he's turning, so she's just paranoid. But he has never thought she's going to turn. But he'll sniff it out immediately if she actually is going to. Right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, okay, so those are our rankings. To run them down real quick, one more time. We had Ricard at one. Danny is two. Xander is three. Erica is four, Shan is five, Liana is six, Deshaun is seven, and Heather. We didn't even call her Hoother this week. Hoother. She's stepping up. Hoother Erica, Erica's graduated from, from uh, Jamie Halpert, too. Yeah, I started calling her by her actual name. That's fucking <laughs> nuts. Um, okay, also, we got some programming notes here. We haven't talked about this, but I'm assuming we're not going to do anything next week because Thanksgiving. Yeah, that. We usually record probably- on Thursdays. Thanksgiving is a thursday specific holiday Mm -hmm. i know um i'm traveling wednesday i will catch the episode um but then thursday friday saturday i'm not going to be home and then i'm flying again on sunday so it's going to be like really hard for me to get in front of the mic at all anyway yeah we can just Um, we we can just skip it and then touch on it in the following week yeah that's fine so that's probably not going to happen but things that are going to happen um, just because the season is winding to a close here, we we're talking about um, a couple things to keep an eye out for survivor 41 awards. That is usually um, we do it the week after the finale recap. So usually like a week and a half after the actual finale, um, we do it every season, giving out the random awards. Um, I was thinking of potentially a finale night poll could be a fun thing. We've never done that before. We usually just, make it our own uh, decision. So potentially get the audience involved. Could be a fun thing. Um, also, Dave and I talked about this, um, an idea for an off season podcast that I think we're definitely going to do at this point, um, which is, I don't know what to call it yet. I feel like it's like reality gurus, all stars, basically. Is that mm-hmm. like a decent, so basically uh, we're going to do casting a season consisting of only uh it's a returning season of just the seasons that we've covered um so it's basically our all-star team if you will of both characters and gameplay um 
So we're doing no returnees, one-time players only. So nobody from season 40. And uh, none of the people who came back, Aubrey, Joe, David, and Kelly from season 38. Um, and we're doing no winners. So it'll all, it basically a survivor second chance, um, but just of, of our people. So sometime after the finale, that'll happen. That's what I'm really excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, could have waited to talk about it, but I think it's going to be such a fun idea that I just wanted to mention it. No, I think it's good. Um, I think it's good to talk about. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. Um, okay. Uh, wrapping up programming notes real quick. If you want to follow us on, I mentioned TikTok. I got a heater TikTok coming out of a trend that's been around for like a month now. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, more than a month. Basically, the entire time that I've been on TikTok, this trend has not died. And it's a tribute to Nasir. Oh, what, baby. What could be better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to see it, you can follow us at The Reality Gurus on TikTok. Also, same handle for Twitter and Instagram. Um, and then you can also subscribe to the podcast. Um with uh, the Reality Gurus podcast that's on Apple and Spotify. So there's a way to do that as well. Also, I totally forgot. Holy shit, Dun Chains. I was going to remind you when you asked me if I had anything else. I was going to say, I have Dun Chains, buddy. I have the fucking spreadsheet up right in front of my face and I forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, so we had a double boot, two Dave boots, and a standings update. After I declared myself dead last week, I've retaken the lead um, because. You lost two people, and I I had two immunity wins in one mm-hmm. fucking week. How sick is that? Um, and yeah, I did give Shang credit for playing an advantage correctly, though. So he did have that. Um, but yeah, right now the score is three hundred eighty-seven to three hundred seventy-two, a fifteen-point difference. That is close. That's very close. Um, so this week, we already talked about it being a big week, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially now yeah fantasy survivor implications yes so you have two dun chains to give out i do i actually i had the crazy idea of hey how about i just write it on the fantasy survivor spreadsheet that i always have that's smart so just running through i have erica Dunchained. we both have heather and uh, now nasir is gone who we both had Dunchained for a long time mm-hmm. so right now we don't have many out there which is a blessing considering that if we had more than just a few out there, we'd be fucked right now because yeah. there's so many uh, question marks. So you have two. Yeah, the odds were not in my favor this week. I knew I was going to at least have one to give yeah. out. Um, the, well, the one I know I'm giving out is Liana. Okay. I love I love this. I think she's drawing dead at this point. I really yeah, like I, this pick. I, I, she is similar to similar to heather actually in the sense that every time we see her she's not making the best move right i agree so she's a very very much supporting character at this point yeah um increasingly so over the past few weeks yep now the second one is the interest have i scared you off of erica yet <laughs> i think you know something i don't and you're trying to talk me out of it so i don't have her done chain <laughs> no, I'm no, I know, my, I know. okay. No, my my serious take on Erica is that Edric has convinced me she's going to win, and I'm I am looking out for you in that point. It's not that I know something; it's just I've been convinced of something. I know. I know. So I have three options. I could. Psych! I'm a producer on the show. I know who <laughs> fucking wins. 
I could go. I could go with Erica. Uh, seemingly, seemingly, the obvious choice because she is in the minority and she hasn't done anything all season. She's light purple. She's light purple. Uh, I could go with Deshaun because of the preview and he wants to flip but can't commit. And the other thing about Deshaun is, like, I could see him winning, but he... I don't like that the way they show him being combative against Shan. I don't think it's very, like... They don't show yeah. it in a, in a winner sense. You know what I mean? Like Right. They, it would be more one-sided, making Shan look even worse. Yeah, and those, those, like, things, they don't... They make Deshaun look right, but they don't make him look good, you know? Right, so, I agree. That's kind, of, that's kind of weird. And I could also go with Danny, because for similar reasons to Erica, except he doesn't have the could-be-the-dark-horse-winner edit. Right. So those are my options. Um... I'm going to go with Danny, I believe. Which, yeah, that's who I would have did as well. Which is kind of crazy. I don't know when the last time I'd done chained a number two player was. Or the <laughs> Probably one. never. But he just, he can't win. Like, I'm not going to eat my hat, but... <laughs> uh, but Pussy. It doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense. I'm going to run out of hats. Uh, it doesn't no make sense. Sense. Fuck. Fuck this season, dude. It doesn't. It's a, yeah. No one makes sense. Um, Ricard makes sense to me, at least. Xander makes sense to me, and Shan makes sense to me. The rest do not. I agree. I would throw Deshaun in there as well, as a could make sense. Yeah, yeah. Or I, maybe, maybe not necessarily makes sense. He is. Uh, I think a different part of the spectrum, but same spectrum as Shan. Where it's like them winning could make some sense, but then there's certain things in the edit that it's like, why would you make your winner look like this? Exactly. Yeah, he's he's on the cusp, so that is on the cusp is certainly not worthy of a Dunchain. So Danny it is. So I now have Danny, Liana, and Heather Dunchain. Right. I actually may have just had a breakthrough where I think Ricard is on that spectrum as well, where they make him look a little more villainous. Yeah. Which kind of makes me feel like Xander is potentially the front runner to win because he's the only one they've never actually made look negative. It's just, they've, he's been silent in some questionable situations. Like when he was back against the wall on the yellow tribe and they didn't really show him that much. Yeah. I don't, know. Still. I don't know. I think it, it sucks that we're not going to be recording next week because I think it's going to be an interesting one and vital. It's going to be a but... doozy. I think. Mm-hmm. doozy true doozy okay um yeah so i already did all the um all the accounts and all that shit so gonna skip over that uh dave i, I have i quenched your got anything else thirst with oh i i am so hydrated right now <laughs> yes okay um it's gonna be a big week everybody i'm excited uh and yeah uh thank you guys so much for listening and yeah we will see you all next time.